Welcome to your favorite F word podcast, where we dive deep into conversations around food, fitness, feelings, with the occasional fuck thrown in. We're your hosts, Sarah and Nicola, owners of Paradigm Nutrition and Performance, nutrition coaches, besties, and most importantly, humans. This show is for coaches, self-growth-oriented folks, active humans, or anyone looking to deepen their understanding and relationship with food, movement, and themselves. Thanks for tuning in, and we cannot wait to share this space with you. Intros, my instinct is to say hello and welcome back because that's what my favorite podcast does. Oh, is that what <sighs> I can't steal that? Yeah, one yeah. of the girls goes hello and welcome back, right? And the other yeah. one says, Welcome to Binge Well, you're on person, I can't. I've got new eyebrows, I have a new person. You are a new person. Okay, hello everyone. We are here for another episode of Your Favorite F Word, and today we're talking all about travel nutrition. Yeah. Basically, I'm going to teach Sarah how to navigate her nutrition while she goes to Europe next week, and I'm going to be pissed about it the whole time. Nicole's so salty. (laughs) So salty. To be fair, I'm probably not going to be taking very many of these tips. You better be. On this personal vacation. We created this podcast just for you. Right. (laughs) But in all reality, in all reality, is that a word? Seriousness? In all truthishness. Seriousness. You just fucked up a saying. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I've been hanging out with you too much. Yeah. Um, Anyways. Anyways, this is something that is, da, 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 another common client theme right now. And something that generally ramps up as we get into the summer months. So we wanted to talk about it now so everyone can take all of these ideas and strategies and start implementing them to have a really successful summer season full of lots of exciting adventures. Absolutely. And 10 out of 10 nutrition. And 10 out of 10 nutrition. Work and play. Yeah. Structure and flexibility. Yes. Fun and goals. Dedication. Yeah. Fun and goals. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. Um, so yeah, I mean, travel, it is something that a lot of people struggle with and the planning and the execute or the planning is one thing and the execution is another thing, right? So there's a lot of different moving parts to consider. And if we can do a little bit of pre-planning and set ourselves up for success via reasonable expectations, um, it can go a long way in helping us enjoy our travel um, and also feel good about our decisions, feel aligned with our decisions and feel good in our bodies, Mm -hmm. digestive wise, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like during the trip and when you get back, because I think like something very common we'll hear from clients or things like I have done this many a times where you like enjoy yourself too hard. And then you come back to reality, come like the Monday and you're like, oof, not feeling so hot. Yeah. Um, And it can feel like it takes maybe a little bit longer to get back in your groove. So we want to kind of eliminate those kind of in between shitty feelings and Mm -hmm. have you feeling great during the trip and then coming back and feeling like it's easy to get into your routine. Like there was no progress lost or missed and you're just flying through things. Mm -hmm. So before we get into some strategies, just some initial thoughts here. First thing is that every trip is probably going to be different. 
right? Mm -hmm. So when I talk about my upcoming trip, this is one trip where nutrition is going to be very low on the priority list. Um, That being said, it is a long trip. So if I am there for three weeks, not paying attention to nutrition at all, um, that's probably not going to feel that great, right? Um, So trips are going to be different. The more that we can kind of predefine success, decide what's realistic and pre-plan for each individual trip, the more success we're going to have. Um, and another thing to consider is regardless of what the trip is, how long it is, where you are, if you can keep some structure, some routine, um, with you, that is going to be really, really helpful in just helping you feel grounded and a little bit more, I don't know about you, but sometimes on a trip or even like, um, weekends, sometimes this happens where it just like, I feel like this rush of like buzziness Mm -hmm. and I can't ground myself. I can't even like calm down for five seconds to like, (laughs) do I really want to eat this thing? Or like, you know, it's just like this weird, Yeah, I'm doing weird things with my body right now, trying to explain (laughs) what this feels like. (laughs) She looks like a little baby bird trying to take off for the first time. Um, But I think what she's getting at there is that when there's too much freedom or too much flexibility and we're lacking those small structure bits, it can feel a little overwhelming in a Mm -hmm. sense. And there's a lot of decision fatigue that goes with that um, and generally not the best outcomes. For sure. So to start off, let's kind of talk about maybe the different kinds of travel that we might face um, and just go through a few kind of considerations or caveats to consider with each of those different kinds. Mm -hmm. So One of the things we see increase a lot during summer is the outdoor adventure type trips where maybe we're going on like an overnight hiking trip, we're doing some camping with the family, or maybe we're even someone who likes going on like longer treks kind of trips. Those are obviously going to look and feel a lot different than say Sarah's trip to Europe where there's going to be pasta aplenty. (laughs) I don't, honestly, I don't even like pasta that much, but okay. Very different. She'll be eating baguettes, whatever. Um, yeah, obviously the food availability in that situation is going to be way different than if you're staying in like an all-inclusive resort or a hotel or something like that. Um, so being mindful of that, or are you somewhere like a cabin or an Airbnb or somewhere with a kitchen, right? We want to pay attention to the type of travel and the resources that we have available to us when it comes to food. Right. Essentially, we're trying to get a sense of what we will have control over and plan a little bit ahead of time so that our expectations can match what is actually going to happen. Mm -hmm. So if we're at a hotel going kind of like a step above and looking at like, will my room have a fridge or a microwave and maybe calling ahead to make sure that way, you know, hey, I can bring some meals. I'll be able to store them, heat them up, that kind of thing. Versus if you know you're going camping, are you going to have access to a stove? Does everything have to be cooked over fire? Or is it like a trek where you have to pack like a lot of like dried things? Um, Again, getting a sense of the resources at hand so you can plan accordingly is very, very important. Another thing to consider is what kind of trip is it? Is it a work trip? On a work trip, you may have you know, maybe you're in conferences all day and there's food being served for lunch, or maybe you're having to go out with client meetings or something like that. Um, is it a vacation? Is it a longer vacation, like a week plus, right? Um, again, with that, what accessibility to kitchens do you have? Um, is it just a weekend away, right? Is it a shorter trip or is it something like my Europe trip, like a once in a lifetime travel opportunity where like 
nutrition is maybe not going to be as much of a priority, or we're not going to put as much effort into planning for that. Um, those are other things to consider. Mm -hmm. So ultimately we want to kind of use this information to help us determine our plan of action and set our expectations accordingly. So when we talk about that, obviously we want to consider like what is the current goal we're pursuing right now. So for someone in a calorie deficit, things are probably going to look different than for someone in maintenance or a surplus phase. Um, and again, that calorie deficit is that are we cutting for um, like a meat or something like that? Or are we just doing like a lifestyle cut where maybe the timeline matters a bit less so we can give ourselves a little bit more freedom, rely a little bit less on like the accuracy of things. Mm -hmm. And then once we tune in with our goals, then we can really think about what kind of accuracy does that require, right? Is that going to require us to track macros as diligently as possible the entire time? Are we going to be able to be a little bit more flex with our carbs and fats and maybe just track protein? Will mindful eating be enough to serve our goals at that point? Um, and do we want to focus more on like habits and creating balanced meals? There's that flexibility and structure spectrum that we can really kind of move along um, depending on all of the factors that we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And I think then once you've kind of decided where your accuracy or where your kind of effort needs to lie, it can be really helpful to, again, like Sarah said in the beginning, create some sense of like stability by mimicking to the best of your ability. Some of those really foundational habits that you do day to day in your regular at home routines, just so you can have um, those markers to create a little bit of structure throughout your day. So those could be things like getting in some daily movement. Maybe you do a, a morning 20 minute walk. So maybe you replicate that while you're traveling. Um, maybe you focus on getting fruits and vegetables with each meal or a solid source of protein with each meal. Maybe you hold yourself to that like three or plus liters of water that you would naturally have at home or create the same like routine around your bedtime or things like that. Yeah, lots of different things that we can do there. And those can be nutrition focused or they can be lifestyle focused, right? Like, yes, some of those are going to help us um, be mindful with our nutritional intake, but it's also the structure there is also meant to ground us and help us bringing back to like the present moment and bringing back to ourselves and how we're feeling and stuff like that. So having a mix of both of those types of kind of like structure pieces, or sometimes we call them like minimums or non-negotiables, mm -hmm. right? That we know we can do those every single day um, to allow us to just be more mindful of where we're at and how we're feeling. Yeah. The most important part there is like do things that are doable. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel not as good and not as grounding if you're setting yourself up for like the expectation that you're going to do an hour workout every single day when like your access to a gym is not really there. Yeah. Right. So we're looking at all of those things and making sure that our like three to four daily goals are doable. Mm -hmm. For sure. And maybe it, maybe it is, uh, Maybe we're changing it a little bit from what we do at home, right? So maybe our movement routine at home is an hour of movement a day and we're changing that to 15 minutes or something, right? It doesn't have to look exactly the same, but mm -hmm. if it can have kind of like the same base and foundation, then that's going to be really, really helpful. Yeah. Love that. How many times have we said really, really helpful? Really, 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 really supportive. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so let's talk more about kind of like some like details. The intricacies. Yes. Yeah. So I first thought, okay, like when I go trap traveling what's the first step is usually like the transportation piece um which can be very awesome and easy or it can be a fucking nightmare and I have done both I just hate travel days they're not the best no but they can be made better by what travel snacks (laughs) (laughs) yeah travel snacks make everything better and alcohol well depending yeah okay we can revisit that in the goal section yes Okay. Um, Let's assume we're traveling by car. Okay. Some considerations. Well, car, bringing your own food can be very, very helpful. We can go from like just snacks and we can be as accurate as to like pre-portion, weigh things out. If you're tracking, that can be very, very handy to know exactly the amount you're about to eat. So Mm -hmm. not eating like directly out of a bag of something would be kind of like the easiest way is just bring your snacks bring a cooler if you need to keep things cool that kind of thing and bring tons of water beverages stuff like that yeah yeah that's easy to do when you have your own vehicle right you Mm -hmm. can pack that in the car um you can pack full meals Um, most gas stations have microwaves so you can go in there and warm up your food on a road trip um instead of stopping for fast food or whatever taquitos Um, taquitos (laughs) yeah gas station food is not ideal gross um that said if you are needing to get food at a gas station beef jerky protein bars are usually available sometimes they have fruit at gas stations um busy waters yeah they usually have protein shakes like muscle milk protein or like core power protein shakes or whatever um those are all some like higher protein more macro-friendly options at gas stations but yeah Bottom line there, if you're traveling in a car, try to bring as much as possible. And if you are tracking, pre-track it so that you're not worried about tracking like as you go or trying to remember like how much you ate of a certain thing or whatever. Easy peasy. Okay. Second kind of main method of transport that I thought of was what if we are hopping on the old airplane? What can we do for food there? So that's going to be a little bit more restricted, obviously, because we can't bring... Um, I mean, you can bring most food through security. Mm -hmm. You can bring snacks, you can bring chicken and rice. Like you can bring all of that through security. Um, the accessibility to like warm things up just isn't as great usually. Um, especially if you're like on the airplane, obviously you're not being like, Hey, can you warm this up (laughs) for me? Um, so being mindful of that and trying to pack things that are good, either, um, cold or, like don't need preparation. So again, beef jerky, protein bars, um, wraps. So like chicken wraps or something. Yeah. That you could eat cold, um, chopped veggies again, like think like pre-portioned. So you know exactly what you're eating kind of snacks. Um, some other considerations when you're on the plane, obviously you won't be able to bring liquids. Um, so being super nice to your flight attendant and maybe asking them to fill up your water bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, Lots of people experience like bloating or inflammation from being at that elevation. So being mindful of things like sodium intake or electrolytes can be really helpful as well. Um, And if we're being kind to those around us, sometimes avoiding things like those stinkier foods. So as much as like boiled eggs or tuna are like great for protein, 
you know, you might not make as many friends if you're whipping those out mid-flight. On the airplane, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, with the water bottle, empty your water bottle before you go secure through security. And then um, there's usually water fountains in the airport to fill it up mm-hmm. uh, so that you don't have to buy like a $10 bottle of water at the airport. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same kind of idea. Like we want to bring as much of our own stuff as possible yeah. again, because sometimes you don't know what you're going to have access to depending on the terminal. Some are really great and have things like, I don't know, offhand, like a Chipotle or something where you can really customize your meal. Other ones, it's like you have access to a Starbucks and chocolate bars or a chilies or something where it's not maybe going to be as conducive to hitting your goals. Mm -hmm. So now we've kind of done the travel. The other thing we want to think about when we're packing food is what, what like supplies or appliances are we going to have access to and how is that going to affect other food that we might bring for the trip? So if we have a fridge and a microwave accessible to us and we're driving, we might pack a lot more food than if we don't have those accessible to us and we're flying. Right. Um, so being mindful of at your destination, what cooking tools are available and then packing some extra food. Instant oatmeal is always a good one. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Um, that's all I can think about right now. <laughs> but I think I made a list of other snack ideas that we can kind of, yeah, we have with. those at the bottom. Cool. Um, and then also, can you bring a cooler, right? Um, so if your hotel room, for example, doesn't have a fridge, but it you're driving, maybe you can bring a cooler, right? Yeah. And just refill the ice throughout the yeah. weekend or your time there. Just don't leave your cooler outside because the birds will get it. <laughs> I was going to say raccoons. Some <laughs> sort of critter will get it. Yeah, that happened to us. They ate our whole charcuterie setup, <gasps> like a hundred dollars worth of fucking meat and cheese. Birds, like did? blocks of cheese. Yeah, Raven. Oh, their little bellies must have hurt. Oh my so gosh, bad. I was like, and I was like waiting for just our thing to be covered. Well, there was bird shit everywhere. Like it was a shit show. Anyways, literal a literal yeah, yeah. shit show. So keep your cooler inside. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we've traveled. We maybe brought things. Yeah, our luggage isn't there. lost. We got to our destination. It's all easy breezy. There was no <laughs> traffic. When we arrive, um, let's consider like we're staying somewhere where maybe we have access to like a fridge, a microwave, and or a full kitchen. A great thing to do is to hit a grocery store right away. Um, this is especially helpful when you're like planning out way back when, when you're deciding on like a hotel or an Airbnb is take a look around at what you'll have access to in terms of like food spots. So will you have, um, easily accessible restaurants? Will you have grocery stores? Will you have places where you can stock up on certain things, Mm -hmm. um, and do a little run as soon as you get there so that you're fully stocked up on all of those kind of snacks and things that you would normally have at your house. Mm -hmm. And then it's also helpful to map out your meals as best you can. So looking at your schedule for your trip um, and determining, you know, what meals can you eat at the hotel or at the Airbnb versus which meals are you going to be eating out, you know, and what does that look like in terms of accuracy? Um, Obviously, the more we are eating out at restaurants, the less accurate that's going to be. So maybe we want to be super accurate with those other meals, depending on our goals, those types of things. Um, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of clients choose to try and eat breakfast 
at the hotel and maybe pack something, especially if we're like traveling and going out to like sightsee, bringing like extra snacks along throughout the day to keep you feeling like okay during or in between meals, I should say, Mm -hmm. to prevent you from getting like super hangry and then devouring whatever you can find again planning as best as possible um like Sarah said stuff for breakfast is pretty easy to have regardless of if you like only have access to a microwave you can do like oats you could bring egg whites and put egg whites in your oats Um, you could do things like toast or um, sandwiches in the morning if you brought like prepped meals like hash browns or things like that you could easily cook that up Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and protein a high protein breakfast is generally what we like to try to get our clients doing because usually if we're eating at restaurants and stuff or we're like choosing other types of snacky things protein is going to be lacking so if we can get a high protein breakfast that kind of like starts the day on a good foot yeah you're not going to have trouble hitting your fats and carbs absolutely yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then with that too getting daily movement in first thing in the morning So whether that's a walk outside or hitting the hotel gym or whatever, getting some movement in first thing in the morning can be another great way to kind of get that habit out of the way um, so that we're not like having to do that in the evening or after a long day of conferences or whatever. Yeah, I don't know about you, but it's like pretty unlikely that I'm going to do any physical activity in the evenings when I would rather be like on a patio or, you know, at a show or something like that. Mm -hmm. So those are some things to consider, um, kind of when you arrive, what do we want to think about if we're eating at restaurants? Um, whether you're like in transit or picking a place to eat, I think for the most part, being mindful of places where you'll be able to customize things can be really helpful. Um, so hitting up places like, uh, Chipotle in the States or like Mucho Burrito here, where you can be extremely individual about what you're putting into your bowl or plate or burrito or sandwich or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Salad bars, grocery stores sometimes have like those hot bars, like at Whole Foods, where again, you can pick and choose what you're having in terms of both portions um, and types of food. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like Sarah said, really being mindful about protein and trying to pick higher protein options or just ensure that there is some sort of protein on your plate wherever you go. Um, doing things like asking for dressings or sauces on the side, being mindful of how often you're having like fried foods versus like baked or grilled, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Do we have a restaurant eating episode? I don't know if we do or not. Um, I think maybe in the weekend eating one in one of the most recent episodes in weekend eating, we talked about it, but those are some things to just consider. And this is good practice for all the time, not just travel. Um, So if you are eating out, know that you do have, there's a lot of things still within your quote unquote control that you can make some tweaks here and there that are going to make a really big difference. Um, So those to keep in mind. Um, And then just a couple other things to be mindful of alcohol intake. Okay. Alcohol intake a, because it affects um, our food choices generally. Mm -hmm. Okay. So being mindful of that um, and also how that's going to make us feel. Um, so I don't know about you, but I don't want to be hung over every morning when I'm in Europe. Um, that doesn't sound like very good to me. So as much as I'm going to enjoy wine there, I am going to be mindful of limiting it and making sure that I'm like drinking lots of water, that kind of stuff. Um, so being mindful of alcohol intake, one drink, 
one glass of water, one drink, one glass of water is something that I like to recommend for lots of my clients. Um, and fizzy water too. Cause sometimes I just want to be sipping on something, you know? Um, so that can be helpful protein intake. We've said it a million times today. We say it a million times to our clients every single day. Um, but protein, it is important for us, for our body composition, but it also helps keep us full. So when we are looking at these situations, it's really, really beneficial to keep our protein intake up because it's going to help us not be as hungry, not get as hangry. Um, and in those situations, be able to make more aligned decisions. Um, so that, um, and then also just some mindful eating, right. Checking in with your hunger cues. Um, are you enjoying food? You know, those types of things, slowing down your eating, really trying to be present in the moment, that kind of stuff so that you're not, you know, overeating. Um, I know I'm keep talking about Europe. Nicola's probably like, fuck you, but I'm just thinking ahead. I am really excited for the food there. And I'm not going to not choose to enjoy some sort of cuisine there because I'm like, you know, working towards certain goals right now. But what I am going to be mindful of is slowing down, really enjoying that and not just like funneling it into my mouth. And then after the fact being like, oh my gosh, I'm so full and uncomfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so being present in the moment, enjoying the environment that you're in. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, we always suggest being mindful and checking in on hunger cues, satiation, enjoyment, things like that. But I think that's really important as a general takeaway when you are on those like once in a lifetime trips, um, memories over macros. Like Mm -hmm. I think it's okay to be less concerned with your exact macros and take some time away from tracking as long as you are really making the most of it and making it something that you will remember and enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So last thing, we just want to run through a few quick snack ideas, snack attacks, snack attacks. (laughs) Yeah. I think these ones, especially at the beginning here are really great for traveling, Mm -hmm. um, things like baby food or those applesauce packs, um, to just get some quick carbs in, um, protein bars can always be great. Be mindful if you know that some give you digestive issues. Um, A lot of them have dietary fiber added in or use like a sugar alcohol or things like that to sweeten them. Um, So if you know you have any sensitivities to that, just be a little bit mindful that you're not just eating protein bars Mm because that can cause some digestive issues. Not fun. Not fun when you're traveling, especially. No. And people are already generally prone to having some like what I call boundaries, <laughs> where you like don't, your like poop routine goes fucking out the window yeah. when you travel. Yeah. That sucks. Let's not make it worse by also eating foods that you know mm-hmm. rock, like wreck your digestive system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, protein powder, right? Protein powder you can bring with you on any trip. I'm definitely going to be bringing some with me to Europe. Um, be yeah, mindful. As if you're going to hit up a supplement store. Yeah, yeah. Where other vacations, you know, if you're going somewhere for a few weeks, maybe you do hit up a supplement store and get a tub of protein powder, you know, mm-hmm. like just depends how much you're going to be having, or if you're sharing with someone or whatever, um, chopped veggies. Okay. Hummus or some other dip, if you need can always be, um, make that a little bit more exciting fruit, uh, Taco chips, dried fruit, dried fruit. Yeah. Taco chips, taco chips and salsa, popcorn, things like that. If you need like the snackier things Mm -hmm. for some people. Um, I also really like 
individual yogurt containers or bringing like berries or granola, things like that. Yeah. Trail mix, nut butters, jerky. And then for kind of like things where maybe you're stopping at a grocery store, picking up like a bagged salad and a rotisserie chicken or wraps um, and like a dressing or something to toss together can be super easy. Microwavable rice. Um, Pre-cooked things like shrimp, things like that. Um, Yeah are pretty easy to come across in most grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So those are some just quick little snack ideas for quick you. snack attacks. Quick snack attacks. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for today. Again, just some takeaways. Remembering each trip is going to be different. Success, what success looks like on each trip is going to be different. So just taking some time to really think about that before you go and do any prep that's needed in terms of planning, bringing food, checking out the surroundings, doing a little bit of planning your schedule in terms of where you're eating and stuff can go a long, long way. Mm -hmm. Putting in a little bit of extra work up front will save you a lot of stress and frustrations down the road and make sure that you're enjoying yourself, feeling good during and after the trip. Mm -hmm. We really like to encourage our clients to focus on how they want to feel right? Um, especially those who have a little bit like looser goals that don't require as much structure, um, really focusing on how you want to feel during and afterwards, what's important to you, um, those kinds of things and coming back to that throughout and checking in with yourself on, in terms of how you're doing. Um, very, very helpful. Very, very, helpful. very helpful. So helpful. Okay, Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up there. If anybody is going traveling, you and Sarah can chat about your wondrous adventures yeah. and I'll just just be here, not going anywhere. Oh. Yeah, I'll just whine about that for one more second. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then do we want to do a fuck yes and a fuck no? Yes. Um, what, was, what were we talking about before we got on here? It was a fuck no. We were <laughs> complaining about something. Uh, frick, well, it clearly remember. wasn't that important if we don't yeah, really not. I, I just remember we were talking about it and I was like that's gonna be our fuck no for today um but I have a fuck no for myself because I just had a shower and I forgot to put on deodorant and I already smell bad that was fast yeah <laughs> um so forgetting deodorant is a fuck no but making sure you always have a deodorant in your bag so you can put it on at the gym when you are benching and notice that your armpits are a little stinky (laughs) is a fuck yes for sure always having a deodorant in your bag I think I've got like five what are other must-have in your bag things Ooh, 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 ooh. tied to Uh, go definitely messy bitches Brad and I went on like a really cute date night in Phoenix and we he literally took like two bites of his fucking noodle bowl and there was like sauce all over his brand new shirt that he just bought so I was like I have a tide to go and he went ham and then he just had this huge puddle of tide to go on his shirt like during our date sexy <laughs> it was like classic but I mean yeah that's that's a good one um I always need like six lip traps um I usually have extra like protein or BCAs or something if mm-hmm. I am struggling to drink water also have a million pairs of headphones all my favorite pens Oh, you went off there. Huh? You went off there. You got a lot of things. Oh, I'm looking at my bag right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's nice. I need an extra pair of socks or underwear or sports bra. 
Socks is a good one. You never know when you're going to need those. (laughs) My purse just like the zipper broke. So, you know, when your zipper breaks and it like still moves, but it doesn't actually like clasp on each side. So I need to go get a new purse, but I'm going to get a fanny pack this weekend because like a nice fanny pack for Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm so paranoid about getting pickpocketed. Is that bad in Europe still? They always like said that when I was younger, but like, Yeah. So one of our friends from the gym gave us like this special fanny pack that apparently they like scan your shit now to like get your information. So it like has a protective thing in it so that they can't scan through it. Yeah. People are scammers are much smarter than I. Oh man. I'm like terrified. And just knowing like how many times have I hung my purse on like the chair that I'm sitting on at a coffee shop and then fucking left. I had done that a million times. So I'm just really paranoid. So I'm like, if I have a fanny pack, I'm just not going to take it off. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Sleep with it on. Well, no. No, I won't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Okay. Well, that's enough for today, I think. Okay. We will wrap it up. Um, Next week, we had planned on talking about like content creation and just like things to consider being a person creating content on social media. Um, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we won't. Who knows? See how we're feeling. That's how we roll. How do we feel? Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to figure that out still. Okay. Well, happy travels, everybody. Let us know if these tips were helpful for you. Um, and we hope you have a magical summer full of lots of adventures and enjoyable snacks. Yes. Love that. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.